Hello everybody and welcome to today's daily devotional. I love reading and there's been a few books because I often read a few books at the same time depending on um, I guess what I feel my spirit needs, um, what draws me to read a particular book at a time Um, because I desire to know the Lord more but I desire Um, One way of doing it, I desire to find out how other people found the Lord or still finds him. What have they learned? What have they done? Because we can learn off others who've gone before us. And these two particular people um, aren't classified as saints, but they are very holy men and women. Well, these two, there's one's a lady and one's a man that followed the Lord diligently with their heart. And from reading these people's lives and what they shared, I felt like God share with me in my spirit, this is how you release the power of the spirit in your life so that your prayers are heard, your prayers are answered. The prayers are answered in, of course, God's will way, not how I want it answered, but I want God's will of the answers of what I'm praying for. So the two people, one is a lady called Rachel and the other is a gentleman called George. Now, Rachel was born in 1923. So she's, um, I think, still alive. And she writes under a different name. And she, but she shares about her life. And she didn't have a relationship with God when she was growing up. She actually rejected God because she felt like um, her mum had abandoned her, her God had abandoned her. So, what was the point of having a relationship? She was brought up in a Catholic family, but her mum had a newborn when she was 13 months old. So she felt, this is what she's sharing in her book, she felt that she always grew up feeling like her mum had abandoned her because there weren't the cuddles more that she wanted. She was still loved, but she didn't get the affection that she needed because as much as she thought because there was a newborn. The mother was busy with another little baby, but this one was still a baby. And she took on anger, bitterness, um, meanness, and just was always in the anger in many ways, rejecting people to come close near her. So she'd like push them away. And she at school, she was the, the student that the teachers would go, great, we've got her in the class because she'd be angry and questioning everything, especially in religion. You know, but in um, year 12, she went to, she was on a class retreat. Um, She went to an all a school where the nuns were teaching and somehow God touched her. She shares about, she ended up becoming a Carmelite nun. She joined next, the next year when she was 18. And she thought it's so weird and so strange and so did many other people because she just wasn't, didn't fit the mould. And because of this abandonment, God had to 
help her, deal with her, journey with her about, well, why don't you abandon yourself to your father? Just like you feel like your mother abandoned you because I have the love that you need. I have everything that you need. And she learnt this. Then we have a gentleman called George Mueller. He was born in 1805. And he grew up not knowing God. He decided to become a minister. Um, well, actually, his father sort of encouraged him to because his father felt like you get this vicarage, a place to live, and your family can live with you. So that's a place where I can then retire with my son. I don't know, it's a bit weird to me, but George decided, I don't know, he went in to um, learn to be a minister. But he actually didn't even have a relationship with God. But he was in a class where one of his friends was going to a meeting and it happened to be a prayer meeting. And he went along and he was touched by God, but touched by the Holy Spirit, but touched by the demonstration of joy that the other people in the prayer group had and he wanted that joy I said I need that joy and then he continued to go along and the Holy Spirit worked in his life now when he was younger he would steal from his father he would um, you know take things that weren't his and it ended up God asking him to not take anymore but to give away now, he was poor, but to give away himself, to give everything totally to, to the Lord. And he did. And he started some orphanages with nothing. But he prayed and he trusted and believed in God. And God supplied everything he needed. God, the provider, gave to him. He didn't have to take anymore. He was giving. He had this giving spirit. Both these people spoke to me in that they had come to a point in their life where they finally surrendered. The power of the Holy Spirit was released in their life because they surrendered. They make a choice. They made a decision. They weren't perfect at first, but the Holy Spirit guided them, helped them, journeyed with them, loved them, healed the areas that needed healing. The surrender, the decision to, okay, line in the sand, I'm going to start afresh. This is how I'm going to now live. We need to surrender to the Holy Spirit. If we want release of the power of the Holy Spirit in our life, we may need to make choices and decisions. We need to change maybe the way we're living, the way we're speaking, the way we're acting, the way we're thinking, our attitude, everything, our heart. But we also, in the surrender, we give it to the Holy Spirit. Remember when um, this father came to Jesus and said, would you heal my son? But he said, I believe, but help my unbelief. Be honest with the Lord. I believe you, Lord, but I'm still scared. I still have that bit of unbelief that you'll even come and hear my prayer, let alone answer it. So you need to surrender. And then you need to believe and you need to be honest and allow the Holy Spirit to work, allow him to work in our life. What do you mean by allow? 
Well, we can actually constrain God. We can stop him acting in our life because we don't allow him to. Jesus showed us very much this in Mark chapter 6 when he goes and visits his hometown. And people are saying, what? Isn't this the carpenter's son? He, how can he speak like he is? He's not a prophet. And they're questioning Jesus and not giving him any honour. And it states in verse 8 of chapter 6. And he could do no deed of power. Sorry, it's verse 5. And he could do do no deed of power there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. He could do no miracles there because they didn't believe. He was amazed at their unbelief. They constrained God so much he could not do many miracles there. Well, maybe, you know, you think, do we constrain God? Do we not believe enough? Now, I don't believe enough. I'm so weak and frail. But God is more than enough. So my little bit of belief, I say, you know, we say at church, you know, don't look at our sins, but look on the faith of your church. I sometimes think... We don't have much faith, Lord, but even just the smidgen that we might have, would you look upon our faith? So it's surrender. It's trust and belief. Honesty. Having faith. How do you grow this faith? Faith's first a gift. Faith was given to Rachel and to George. They didn't seek it out, really. It was God who chased after them. It was God who loved them. But then in their self-sufficiency, they said, yes, Lord, we follow you. We don't want to do it on our own anymore. You don't do it yourself? No, we don't want to do it ourselves anymore. It's okay to build an Ikea furniture or something, but not, not what I have to build into my life, what I truly need in my life. I need you, Lord. He, God, sees our hearts, sees our struggles, but sees, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. And the faith that we get as a gift can be built upon. It can grow. It can develop by trusting again, trusting more, looking back and going, God worked here, so God will work Or be with me now is the same yesterday, today and into the future. So if he's faithful then, he's faithful now and he'll be faithful into the future. If he's loving then and he loves me now, he'll be loving into the future. He forgave me back then and forgives me now. He'll forgive me into the future. God doesn't change. God desires we change for the better, to be holier to not be self-sufficient and um, Rachel shared 
the transformation from self-sufficiency into Jesus' perfect yes to God's love is actually the work of mystical grace. <laughs> she, didn't, she said, I didn't do it. It's the grace of God that's a mystery. It's the gift from God. It's such a mystery that he's given to us. But if we desire to release the power of the Holy Spirit when we pray, when we act, when we work, work and go to work or at home with our family and friends, whatever, wherever the, Lord, the Holy Spirit might want to work or deal with us, deal with other people, help us in our lives, we need to surrender. We need to trust and we need to believe and have faith the best way we can and ask God, ask the Holy Spirit to increase that faith, to grow that faith. And another way of growing it is God puts us in circumstances where you have to use that faith. And then we look back and go, God was with me. God provided for me then. I will trust in him now. So I, I pray that that has helped you a little bit to uh, I guess pray more about asking the Holy Spirit to release the power that he says we can use. Jesus says you're going to do way more than what I've ever done in regards with miracles and things. Well, that this is one way of how we can. It's the power of the Spirit within us, through us, working through us. We need to be the empty vessels, the instruments that God can use for his purposes and his ways and we get total fulfillment from it. We feel the love. We are better people. Who doesn't want that? So I let us finish with a prayer and ask the Holy Spirit to help us surrender more to him. Name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Loving Father, Jesus, the Saviour, and Holy Spirit, pour your love upon us and help us surrender to you more. In our minds, in our thoughts, in our actions, in our attitudes, in our speech, in every area of our life. May we be earthen vessels ready and willing to be filled by you. And we ask all of this in the mighty name of our Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a blessed day. <music>